0: This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language.
1: This is the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. With the bar and the bell.
2: Um,
0: welcome, everybody, uh, to the Black and Kinky Lifestyle podcast where we talk about our experience in the lifestyle as a black couple uh you know we want to make sure we get our perspective out there and shout out to all the folks who've been supporting us um we have been getting more follows on SoundCloud Twitter Instagram uh and we are almost at 50,000 total plays. Wow. I did not think we would get there uh, this quickly, so I was happy about that. So I just wanted to make sure I gave that appreciation to folks. Do you remember what the top cities were that were listening to our show? Uh,
1: I know Houston was one of them.
0: Yes, Houston, Texas, Bronx, New York, Brooklyn, New York, I think, was, was one of them. Atlanta's showing us love. Mm-hmm. Um so we really appreciate that. But um you know I was thinking about something the other day. What was that? Um we had been um, we had been playing with this young couple.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um <laughs> I'm not going to go into details, but I just I just remember that the the young gentleman had said something uh to the effect of he would never get married. Mm-hmm. Uh he would just never do it. It was uh it was something that was just not quite imaginable to him and i think one of the reasons why it wasn't imaginable to him is because you know a lot of the reasons why i didn't want to get married when i was young one of the reasons why i didn't want to get married is because i saw over and over again these long-term relationships these long-term marriages just sort of fizzle apart right they Mm -hmm. lose that passion you know what i mean and and i think that happened with us at some point it did um and then you know we get it back maybe we go on a retreat or something like that um, uh, and then, of course, now we're in the lifestyle. Um, but a lot of our listeners, I'd imagine, have this problem.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, they lose the love and the passion. The heat, the heat fizzles out.
0: Yes. So, um, but yeah, but the thing I'm saying is, like, I think for um, for couples of color in particular, you know, I, I don't think we go and seek help about this kind of thing as much as we should.
1: Well, I mean, we already know that we don't seek, um, mental health services period Mm -hmm. like not just when it comes to um, our sex lives or our marriages but even individual mental health um, you know there's high disparities there in terms of us seeking out and access accessing services and um, I think a part of that is because we want to work with therapists and counselors who look like us and have some of the same shared life experience as us.
0: Absolutely. Now i'd also take it a step further and say that you know when it comes to the spark kind of dying out in relationships Mm -hmm. uh i feel like i don't know i would have i would have a hard time believing that there was a therapist and a therapist of color or a counselor of color who could actually talk candidly to a couple or to an individual about like stuff that they're really sensitive about like Yo what if it's like yo he's not getting excited in the bedroom no more, or what if it's like, yo, she doesn't get wet for him no more, she can't have orgasms, like all of this stuff that people have a hard time talking about,
1: mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah
0: um and I'm you know i I just want to say that there are people out there um there are professionals of color out there that really do tackle these issues and help couples that are dealing with these issues. And um, for our listeners, if you're wondering where those people are, we actually have one on the show right now. Her name is Marla Renee Stewart. Um, Say hi, Marla.
2: Hey, how's it going? Thank you for having me on the show.
0: No, thank you for being here. We are actually, we've actually been really excited to talk to you. Um, You know, I actually have all, had a whole intro set up but I just love the sound of your voice um <laughs> and I think the bell likes the sound of your voice it's
1: very nice I like your tattoo Thank oh you. I'm looking I'm looking at her skype profile image. Oh, my she picture a, yes this beautiful tattoo across her breast. <laughs> yes
0: yeah. yeah, so Marla is very very sexy let me say I, m- we met Marla um on the bliss cruise um
1: the november
0: 2018 bliss cruise right and this is going to be kind of interesting the next time i the next time we saw marla was actually on a netflix series called
1: i know um
0: what is it uh it was trigger warning yeah
1: with killer mike. killer mike yep
0: and um that was the funniest episode. When I say we were laughing out loud, I mean it was hilarious, very sexy episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Um what episode I think that was episode 2. Yes, episode 2. Mhm. Yeah. So um so yeah, I guess we'll get into uh, get into all of that cuz I'm going to bring that up again. Um but uh Marla, why don't you tell our listeners who you are and what you do?
2: Um, well, uh, my name is Marla. I am a, a professional sex intimacy and relationship coach, as well as a sexuality educator and a sexologist. I I've I've do all of those things, so I, I do quite a lot. Um, I'm also a lecturer at a university uh, in Atlanta, which, well, it's about like uh, 20 minutes south of downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so I also teach, um, and I teach a wide variety of subjects. And, um, yeah, so I do, uh, I do a lot of things. I feel like you have to ask me questions. And oh I'll yeah. Play. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. I also do that thing too.
0: Okay. <laughs> so no. And you know, so, so you're, you're based in Atlanta.
2: Um, yeah, I'm actually between Atlanta and South Florida now. Um, so I spend, uh, a quarter of my time in Atlanta, about uh, about a week a month in Atlanta, and then um, about a week uh, in South Florida, and then I'm usually traveling. You know, probably one to two weeks out of the month. Okay, and I, I got to tell you, when I when I hear Atlanta with my perverted
0: mind here, Marla, I'm I, the first thing I think of when somebody says Atlanta is Atlanta's strip clubs.
2: <laughs> yes. Um,
0: Atlanta has some of the best strip clubs. I mean, they 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 must literally go to heaven and handpick angels to come in their strip <laughs> clubs and dance. And I gotta say, Marla, I'm wondering if you actually have a few clientele that might be strippers. Just uh, help me win a bet here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I actually do not have any clientele oh. who are who, who are strippers, but. Um, um, I, I look forward to that day, though. I mean, everybody <laughs> needs help with their sex life, so or want to learn something new and different. Right. But yeah, we are the strip club capital, you know, of the world. So it, but it is a pretty fruitful
0: scene. Right. Well, I mean, you have, a, I'm, I'm imagining you have a pretty uh, large clientele. I mean, what are some of the problems that you've, like, you've seen, because I can name a few problems I've seen, but um, uh, uh, you know, I, I know a few couples right now in our vanilla um, lives uh-huh. that um, are having, and I know a lot of couples out there, they're they're really struggling keeping that spark alive. Now, me and the bell cheated a little bit and just started fucking other
2: people. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> cheating. Cheating <laughs> well, the system. Not cheating yeah. on each other.
1: <laughs> no, no, yeah. It's like advanced marriage like you have to graduate because
2: it's level Yes, totally and i i um and i work with a lot of couples who you know who are polyamorous who are swingers who you know uh, are trying to get their sex lives sort of back on track because the thing is when you are in a couple um and you know that your person is you know you have a primary partner that that's your person you know um, it can be very difficult to do the be a swinger or be polyamorous when you don't have your own sex life together, right? So
1: right it just has yeah. a lot
2: of issues and problems.
0: Can you tell can you just share what some of the problems
2: that folks in the lifestyle have then? I mean? Um, yeah, sure. So sometimes there might be um, issues of jealousy that might creep up. So you know um, in the swinging lifestyle it's really kind of, you know, a lot of us, right, are totally, you know, compersion people, right? We love to see our partners with other people. It turns us on. We're just like, ooh, super excited, right? I, I know I am. I got to speak for myself. But when I go into like swinging environments, like there are a lot of um, couples who who are the same way, right? They get excited by their partners, you know, being with other people. Now. Um, What I tend to help couples with is generally navigating swinger environments. Mm -hmm. So first-time couples who are like, okay, we're trying to open this up. We want to, like, do the swinger thing. How do we do it? So I coach them around, you know, etiquette. I'm coaching them around, you know, what to do if they're feeling jealous. Um, I'm coaching them around making up uh, rules. Mm-hmm. um, around their relationship and, you know, because you don't want to fuck it up. Cause once you fuck it up, like it's hard to recover, you know? Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and so I, I teach them, I basically just, you know, like a, I do like a swinging 101, um, kind of the ropes thing. Now, generally when couples come and see me, it's usually, that's not the only thing that's wrong. Right. <laughs> There's right, usually. Yeah communication issues or finance issues or issues with children or Mm -hmm. whatever so there's a lot of other relationship issues that might be happening at the same time um but for the most part i do um talk to couples who are who are getting ready to go in the lifestyle or who have been in the lifestyle and are now having trouble navigating the lifestyle because of you know the whatever some trauma or something that might have happened in the past right we probably have some people we could refer you to. <laughs> oh, right
1: to. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: I mean, a, a lot of the things you're talking about, Marla, what we tend to talk about on our um, on our show, um, and, you know, clearly we don't have the... We, we have years of marital experience and yes. relationship experience, um, but this lifestyle is new for us. And I got to tell you, um, we were looking for voices um from other people of color, because our experience and the lifestyle is very different, um, or at least that's how we see it. And um, uh, honestly, our 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 vanilla lifestyles are very different, um, you know, given our our experience. I mean, do, are most of your cli- clients people of color?
2: Oh yeah, I only i i have i have like maybe I only have a few like one's like a interracial couple, like a mm-hmm. Japanese and a white couple, and then I have another white couple, and then everybody else is black. So I have a, a bunch of black. All my the the majority of my um um coaching clients are black.
0: Okay. And so that means that you must have seen some pretty you must have seen some black drama. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, 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 I want to know, <laughs> in your experience, what 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 is it that that black couples in particular that you've seen um, relationship wise? What are some what are some things that black couples have struggled with um, that have sort of been common in your experience?
2: Oh God, the one penis rule that <laughs> you know
1: oh, that really? is
2: just the struggle of the ego. I tell you that is definitely a huge one right or um or i want to say like i don't want to say like forced sexuality but like almost like not coercion but it's almost like when um like if the guy wants um, cuz i do i have a lot of straight couples so um when i have um, when there's a, a, a guy who wants uh, his, you know, woman to be with another woman as opposed to another man, then, um, you know, there's a lot of like the, the woman trying to figure out if she's attracted to other women or not. And, you know, sort of like what is her, you know, um, threshold on bisexuality or even not even bisexuality, but just behavior, you know, bisexual behavior in general. Um So I think that is uh, one of the, those are the two big issues, the one penis rule and the like the bisexuality. Right, Uh, because it's always
1: okay for her to mess with other women, but like even the um, consideration that she would be interested in another man is like unfathomable. Right. But you want other women, so (laughs) why wouldn't it work the other way as well? Yeah. you
0: know no I so I have I gotta tell you I have like a black like um it's not Nino Brown who was the one in training day what was the name of uh, Denzel
1: character.
0: yeah what was the name of Denzel's character
1: uh-huh. like King
0: Kong ain't got shit on it. Oh, yeah.
1: um
0: <laughs> like there's that voice that I think i I struggle with all the time in the lifestyle it is the black like dick, ego, like mm-hmm. that, that voice that says, you, yo, this is your woman. What are you doing?
2: Mm-hmm. I got to
0: fight that voice every time. So you don't know this bell, but I have no, to I fight don't. it a lot, um, <laughs> you know, um, because I think for black men, um, you know, I think that there is like this machismo, machismo, like you know, vulnerable, you know, aspect, um, you know, to our identity, where you know, it's like we feel like we have to be the tough guy, um, and I think that's rooted in a lot of historical and you know, contemporary social, you know, issues and cultural issues or whatever. Um,
1: now, th- to be fair, I think that there are times when you when being the protector is important. Yes. But it's just knowing when those times are appropriate. Right,
0: right, right. And so, so yeah, so, so I, so we battle, so I can understand that battle. Um But I mean, how do you work with couples to figure that out? Figure something well, like that out. I can imagine it being quite complicated.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I have to like, turn it, turn them around. like, you know, turn the tables on them, you know, like it's um, really thinking about the communication aspect. Like, what is it that you don't like? You know, it's really sort of digging deep as to why they are feeling however they're feeling. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, it all depends on what the couple like, what the couples need. Like every couple is different, you know, so it's hard to say like, how, who needs what, mm-hmm. um, but like for one of my couples right now, I have the guy, um, I have him just writing and journaling, mm. um, I'm just, I ask him, I give him like 10 questions, and I'm just like, go journal, and we'll talk about it the next time, like, why are you feeling this way, why are you, you know, what are the things that, you know, I need you to psychoanalyze yourself, you mm-hmm. know, um, because I, I, I can't do all the work for you, I need all to right. do some of that work. So,
1: no, I definitely think that's important because I know we've been in situations where, you know, I felt some type of way or I felt hurt by something or I didn't like something. And in the moment, you know, I can't really articulate why I feel that way or what why these emotions are coming up. Um, And it's not until later when I take the time to reflect on, you know, either what happened in the situation or, you know what was going on, why, uh, where those feelings and emotions
2: were coming from. So
1: I think that's, you know, a great strategy.
2: Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you need that time, mm-hmm. you know, you need that time to be like, what was I tripping about? Like, right. <laughs> you know, and it sometimes it's just all about us and our own insecurities, our own, you know, shit that we're like trying to like, you know, battle with on the inside, whatever insecurities that we're feeling. So, I mean um that's you know it's usually that so it's just a matter of just trying to build up that sexual confidence too
1: yeah so um i know we know coaching isn't the only thing that you do uh can you tell us a little bit about your conference sex down south
2: yes oh come on oh my gosh i love sex down south it's my baby it's tni's baby and uh, we're super proud we're going into our fifth year Wow, okay. Um, it's always going to be held in Atlanta. Um, okay, it is a conference, it's three days of workshops. So we basically learn during the day, uh, anything you want to learn about probably everything we have, okay. Sex,
1: okay.
2: you know, tantra, to swinging, to kink, to, um, you know, reproductive justice, to sex yeah. skills, to communication, to whatever. Um, and mm. then we also have, and mean we have, you know, uh, you know we party and have fun at night we have like right. entertainment and stuff at night so it's three days of just like a perfect balance of like geeking out and having fun you know Nice. yeah
0: i want to know about them parties though can you describe the <laughs> parties a little bit more What goes down down at the parties, Marla?
2: So, I mean, so we have our Little Bang, which is usually the sort of the eroticology concert. And it's more or less a variety show. There's some um, we've had like so last year we had some like some sexy uh, kinky kittens that were, you know, walking around and, you know, purring and rubbing up against you and We had, there was some art, um, artistic painting. There's some erotic poetry, which is so good. And I'm not a huge um, poetry, like, spoken word fan, but it was really good. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's, uh, you know, maybe some singing, some dancing, stripping. There's lots of nudity. Mm -hmm. Um, The DJ is always great, you know. So there's that. And then um, there is... Which I'm gonna call Whatchamacallit, uh, the Friday, we do sort of a mix and mingle. Okay. So that is sort of like where you can ask, you know, just talk to people, uh, talk, you know, talk with the sex celebs that we have just to see, you know, get to learn more about them in a more, you know, like a regular human way. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, then our closing party. And then this year, actually, we're going to have so... King, uh, Noir, jet- setting Jazz oh. and I are having the Royal Fetish Dungeon Tour. So that's going to be at Sex Down South um, oh, nice. Friday night. So we're going to have Sex Down South. What's new this year is we're having a dungeon. Mm-hmm. So super excited about that um, new hmm. aspect. Um, so, yeah, there's that. And then our last party is the Big Bang. Okay. Uh, it's our closing party, Um, you know. It is another variety show, but it is, uh, there's a lot. So there might be um, some, there's, there's some kinky stuff. There might be some porn playing. There might be some, you know, there, there's all sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: Burlesque. Um, Ooh,
1: we like burlesque.
2: Yeah. It's sort of a, you know, a nice, good variety. And then we, we dance and then we do a uh, photography, what we call the black box. And so. Um which just like pictures and you can get nude um so none of the conference staff are allowed in the space, so we have to so we have it's basically like a clothing optional um,
1: okay
2: space.
1: Um, so yeah. so who attends sex down south like
2: what do, what do the attendees look like? What's the crowd like? So the crowd is. It probably, it's mostly, so we center um, marginalized folks. So okay. folks of color, we have a lot of folks of color. We have a lot of queer folks. Um, we have, so it, it, it varies. We have folks okay. with disabilities. We have swingers. We have lots of kinksters. Mm-hmm. We have um, trans folks, g- gender nonconforming folks, um, lots of polyamorous folks. Um, a lot of people are educators. Okay. Um, as well as just enthusiasts, like people who just want to learn more about you know anything and everything. Uh-huh. So we have it's just a really loving environment. It's sort of the um like when it when I say it's TNI's baby, it is TNI's baby. Like <laughs> who we are as people, it is like that is what the conference is. It's just sort of a mold of uh, of both of us and. You know, and it's full of love. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's everybody's always it always has a blast, you know. So it's great.
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, when is the next event? I'm sorry.
2: Um, so. it's September 5th through the 7th. And okay. we also have some pre-cons um September 4th. Um, we'll be doing uh, the Women of Color Sexual Health Network will be doing uh um uh like women in hip hop. Um pre-con, we'll also have desire mapping, um, Mm. pre-con, and we also have a, for the um, educators or therapists and and folks who need um, CEUs, we have the people of color centered sexual attitude reassessment, um, and that will be happening the uh, two days before the conference as well. So um I'm, we I'm have sorry, a lot of free cons that people can go to, huh?
0: So I'm I'm sorry, Marla, you mentioned I think you but did you say pleasure mapping? What was that? Yeah, desire, desire mapping. Desire mapping. What what's that?
2: Desire mapping is where you um like say you have a desire and you're like, where did this maybe desire come from? Or how did this desire shape me? Or why where did this it's sort of like figuring out where your desires have been, where they're going. Um a lot of it sometimes is around sh- uh, is around shame or stigma that you may have experienced. Um, for me, I remember the first time I did desire mapping. I um, I thought about an experience that I was going to talk about, and it was when I was when I hooked up with a porn star.
1: Oh,
2: yeah, okay.
0: Uh, so you're just going to have to tell this whole story. So just, <laughs> I want to know I want to know how you desire maps this. And I just, just go ahead, Marla. You tie, this clock is yours.
2: <laughs> So yeah, I, um, so I was dissecting it and I'm like, okay, well, this is interesting. And like, ah, like maybe, you know, this is where this comes from. This is where um, I learned about maybe the element of surprise and why I like it so much or whatever it is. Right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I can tell you the story. If you I, want. I, yeah. I, I would like to hear the story.
0: <laughs> Marla, I want to hear it. Yes. <laughs> if so. you don't mind, of course. <laughs>
2: So, um, uh, I had just moved to Atlanta, maybe, I don't know, I'd moved to Atlanta for some time and, you know, I used to go, you know, I'm originally from California, so I used to go back and forth a lot and, um, there was a porn star and she was really took a liking to me. We both took a liking to each other. We, you know, we're like, let's go out. We ended up going out and um we had a great time on this date she's like do you want to go back to my place I'm like of course (laughs)
1: so
2: um we get we get to her place and um you know everything is going nice and smooth I'm like I gave her like a a lap dance and you know I'm I'm just fun just feeling myself you know and like excited to like oh my gosh I'm gonna hook up with her you know and um What ended up happening was um, so, you know, we, I think, yeah, we we are like, okay, we're making out, you know, the clothes come off. We're we're having sex. I think I go down on her and she's like, I'm I'm ready to fuck you with my strap. I was like, yes, please. Oh, yes. (laughs) And so, um, you know, she starts fucking me from behind, but it's so crazy because she literally, starts barking like a dog so like with every stroke she's like (laughs) 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 Uh, uh. and I am kind of like you know she can't see my face but I'm kind of in shock right like I'm I'm younger I've never really had an experience where someone was like doing this right like making these sounds so I was just like what is going on right and um, so anyway I'm just kind of like okay, whatever. I'm just gonna whatever. So she, she barks. She's barks, she barks. She's getting all hyped up, oh. and then I guess as she comes, she howls. She's like, oh, oh. and howls. I would have died. I was, I was, I was like, yeah,
1: I would. I was there with you, Bar Like, what is happening right
2: now? <laughs> I was definitely like, oh my gosh, I don't know what is going on. So I uh I was like, okay, I guess she came and I was just like, okay. I, so I just laid on the bed and I was just like on so I was on my stomach, uh-huh. laying on the bed, my on the bed flat. I'm like, okay, I think sex is over. Cause I'm <laughs> like, all right. I'm like, I need a lot, I need to process. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, so then uh uh I'm laying down, I'm like relaxed. And all of a sudden it's like <laughs> that, that, that. And she starts beating me with a flogger. Oh. Oh. Like yeah. without
1: without asking. Like without wasn't a asking, convers-
2: asking, conversation. Without asking, just straight up beating me with the flogger. Huh. And <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so of course I freeze because I'm just like, I don't know what is happening, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I freeze and, um, I just let her just, you know, wail on me and you know, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I'm masochist, So I was just more shocked about how the conversation didn't happen more so than like if it yeah. was painful or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was really interesting. And then, so, um, but then from that whole entire experience, and when I told that story, I was like, from what I actually learned is that I actually like the element of surprise. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, I'm actually pretty excited when somebody does something that's new and different and, like, unexpected.
1: Mm-hmm. And, so, mm-hmm.
2: um, and even pushes my boundaries, right? Um, right, yeah. And so, yeah, so I was just like, you know, I'm kind of happy that I had that experience, even though, you know, for some people that might be triggering, right? Yeah. Like, yeah uh, mm-hmm. but uh, so, yeah, it's just a, a matter of like, you know, so the desire mapping is just like, you know, like I said, where does that desire come from? You know, is it something you learned about? Is it something you do again? Is it, you know, what, mm-hmm. are the, what did you get out of the situation kind of thing?
0: Right. right. I think that is incredible because I feel like, you know with the bell and i we're constantly you know having new experiences mm-hmm. um and i gotta say i learned something about myself each time
1: oh yeah oh, yeah
0: yeah. Um, yeah yeah so um so one thing for example i learned recently um we were at this party And there was this hot, I mean, this hot Asian woman. Mm -hmm. She was unbelievable, just hot, like worked out. She had the schoolgirl skirt on and she was throwing it at me. Mm -hmm. Like, as soon as I got there, she (laughs) was trying "Mm -hmm." to sit on my lap. You know, she was trying to kiss me and all of this stuff. And the bell was not in play mode that night. so I literally came to that party and I was like, well, I'm not, we're not playing tonight. Like, I brought one condom for me and t- like a break break in case of emergency <laughs> <Yeah>. situation. <happened. laughs> um, but here I am with this, with this Asian woman and, um, and her husband was there and, you know, they were, they were ready to play. And I remember it was being, it was really hot while I was sitting there and she was sort of on top of me and stroking me or whatever. And like, we we're walking, so I you know I get permission from the bell, yeah. and then we're walking towards the stairs. And the second I know I'm outside of the bell's um, field vision. of vision,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I get completely turned off.
1: Mm. Like it becomes mm. a
0: completely different situation because now I'm going up. What one thing that I remember. Um, uh, uh uh vividly is the thought that I'm going up these stairs with two strangers alone. That mm-hmm. is that is what kind of kind of kind of disturbed me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um didn't think that was possible with a girl that hot.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> did not think it was possible. I mean we still ended up playing. I got over it and
1: we played right uh, he, <laughs> but, he he worked he processed through all of that. Right. But, like the two minutes it takes them to walk upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Um yeah, no, I, I had to get myself in a different frame of mind. But it's interesting. You just don't yeah. know what you what what your body is gonna go for sometimes. You know. Yeah, totally. Um, so, uh, Marla, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to October. Can you just give us a preview? Because you're gonna be you're gonna be at um, the cabin getaway with the more getaways. You're gonna be at the cabin now. okay so i'm looking at your picture now and i'm like that's a sexy sexy woman um so i'm just getting your consent right now is it okay if i hit on you at the at the cab and get away because i'm gonna do that just let me know if it's not professional and i'll I'll avoid doing it you can say no to me after but i'm just i'm gonna do it
2: (laughs) you can flirt with me i'm a definite flirt so that is not a problem
0: Okay. I love that. All right. I'm gonna remember that. So tell us what uh tell us what you're gonna be doing at the at the Cabin Getaway.
2: Um so yeah, I'm super excited because um it will be the first time that uh Mr. and Mrs. Amora, that we I've known them for a few years now, so I'm just finally excited to like be at their thing um and to be presenting because we've been talking for such a long time and we're just like we need to like do this thing like right now. Mm-hmm. So um I will be doing a class on, uh, it's it's called advanced flirting and squirting. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: so I will be discussing, um, ejaculation and, um, flirting techniques and, um, just really getting down to the, to the nitty gritty on like how to, you know, make a woman come on command. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, that's like, you know, my favorite thing to do. So <laughs> go ahead and try to and teach that to everybody. So, yeah. So, all right. And this is, this is something
0: anybody can learn. I got to tell you, Belle has not squirted, ever.
2: No. Nope. No? Nope. Nope.
1: Never squirted. Oh.
2: <laughs> I hear a challenge. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, you know Well, one thing that I get told a lot is, like, I need to relax more, Um, which I think I'm relaxed, but maybe I'm not. But also, like, I think, so I don't know if it's, like, a reverse desire mapping, like, an undesire (laughs) mapping, Mm -hmm. but, like, receiving head for me, like, a guy or girl eating me out is fine. Like, it's an enjoyable experience, but it's not, like my favorite experience Mm -hmm. is not you know something I'm gonna run to and you know request and so I think there's some mapping there that I need to do so I can fully relax and maybe squirt I don't know but also I don't feel like I have to squirt like that's Mm -hmm. not a goal for me Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it all depends. Like some people love the feelings. Some people are like, nah, I'm good. You know, like it just varies on what kind of person you are. Um, mm-hmm. And it also varies. Like, are people, you know, in tune to your G spot? You know, like, are they really paying attention to your body? And, um, you know, a lot of people think they are the best at whatever it is. And usually they're probably not. Um, <laughs> So there's that aspect of it too so I mean um, I'm really I'm really excited about it just because like it's a hands-on workshop you know right yeah and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun it's intense and um, and yeah so that's great um, Exciting. So no, it
0: it it does sound exciting. Um, and you know, we've we've gone to a squirting workshop um before. Um, so I'm looking forward to what your take on this is gonna be. Um actually, no, you might know the person that um we had the squirting workshop with. um, on the the
1: bliss cruise. Yeah, on
0: the bliss cruise. Uh, Um I can't can't remember who she was. Um, but she was she was good. But but anyway. It's not just about squirting. Because, oh the Valerie. It- yes, yes the gallery. thank you. Yeah. yeah, she called she called the the fluid Amrita. Is it P, Marla? Just just tell oh. so- <laughs>
2: um, um, It's called Amrita. That's the um like the Sanskrit, the 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 the, the like the Indian word for you know vaginal nectar.
1: Um, yes.
2: <laughs> so it. uh is it pee? No, it is not pee. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, just fluid um, that your body absorbs. So it's it's just a, a watery substance. It does contain a little bit, just because it goes <laughs> through the same. It goes through the same hole, right? Yeah. So similar yeah. to like when you when men ejaculate, you know, semen and sperm go through the same hole. Urine go through. It's the same exact thing. So. Mm. Um so yeah.
0: And and uh Marla, you're you're a squirter, I'm assuming.
2: Um I am an occasional squirter. You gotta it's gotta hit the right way, you know? <laughs> it, it, it's not I'm not a squirter 24-7. You know, some people who are like squirters all the time, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not have that capability. No.
0: And I'm um, and but squirting and like coming are not necessarily both synonymous i'm sure they're they're they often occur um simultaneously but not always is that right
2: correct so similar to like when men um have like p-spot stimulation and they can ejaculate without being erect it's the same thing
0: oh right yeah i I I don't that that has not happened to me yet
2: sure we can work it out during the workshop
0: uh, well i don't think i could go soft with you around but <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> um uh gosh i had i had a question and now i don't remember what it was i did um okay so so for all our listeners um that don't feel like going to atlanta um <laughs> You can come to West Virginia where the next cabin getaway.
1: Yes, the October cabin getaway with Amore Getaways featuring Miss Marla Stewart and squirting and flirting. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Um,
1: And then where can people find you on the interwebs?
2: Um, You can find me on my website, um, velvetlipssexed.com. Um, If you want some coaching or just have questions uh, about, you know, sex and stuff. Um, But then I also have Sex Down South if you want to go to the conference. Um, And I have, um, you can, so on social media, it's Velvet Lips Sex Ed. Um, There's no E in the sex part um across facebook twitter instagram and then if you're nosy and you want to see about my personal page you can go to my personal page which is at one the number one marla stewart s-t-e-w-a-r-t and then also on instagram sds con for sex down south and then for facebook and twitter it's going to be sex down south atl
1: Nice. And we'll put all that in the show notes as well. Yes, we will. But
0: Marla, we're not done with you yet. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to uh, for all our audience, we're going to have we're going to have all that information in the show notes. I wanted to make sure I got that out of the way because now I got some questions from Marla about Marla. Um, mm-hmm. But before we do that, I actually did have a, I actually remember oh, what yeah, I was going to ask yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about the flirting part. Like I got the <laughs> squirting, but tell us about the flirting part cuz the bell and I have a little bit of an ongoing conf- you know conflict around what flirting is.
2: Uh, oh, what's the conflict? I want to hear what the conflict is first.
1: Well, I I think that the bomber flirts all the time with uh-huh. pretty much any woman he talks to. But <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't see it that way. But my thing is that a big component of flirting is about how it's perceived. So, like you can just you know, you know walk up and bat your eyes and do all these different things to a person. but if that if they don't perceive it as flirting, it's not flirting.
0: see and that's yeah, see, that's where we differ. See, <laughs> I see flirt. see she sees flirting as more of a passive thing. I see flirting well, as no, a, I an think active that. thing. I, like think, you,
1: I think it is an active thing, but I don't think you can always name it as flirting if the person doesn't perceive it as flirting.
0: Okay. So, Marla, I have a, I have a <laughs> suspicion that you're going to say,
2: well, it's a little bit
1: of both. <laughs> That's my
0: suspicion.
2: So, uh, particularly, I mean, when you talk about perception, of course, it's always going to be up to perception and how people perceive that. But I mean, when you're actively flirting and you know you are flirting, flirting, um, there are ways to flirt and let it be known that you're flirting. Now, some of us are natural flirters. So, it sounds like the bomber that you are a natural flirter. So, you don't even notice that you're flirting. Um, and that could be and that could and that's the thing, right? Like you don't even know that you're flirting when you're actually flirting. Um, some people think I'm flirting. I I mean I love to flirt, but sometimes I'm just looking at people and people think that I want them. They like, you know, they're like, um, what are they? I had I had someone say, you know, Marla, I people probably perceive you in two ways. One that you're probably high, or number two, they think that you want to fuck them. Oh, and, yeah, yeah and even, even my wife is like, you know, when I first met you, you just, you have these bedroom eyes. Mm. And I was like, people either think I have, like, weed eyes or bedroom eyes. Like, it's <laughs> one or the other. Um, So, I'm like, eh, whatever, whatever you perceive is probably okay, it's fine, I don't care. But, um, See, I, I don't, put- smoke, I don't smoke weed, but, <laughs> 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 but I'm just I'll, like, i have hey. some edibles
0: for you if you want, Marla.
2: <laughs> 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 I mean, I do love to laugh a lot. So maybe people think that's why, so I don't know. But, um, uh, but what, yeah, what? like, uh, as far as like the perception around flirting, yeah, like I said, some people are just natural flirters. Um, what I really try to do, particularly in my classes, is I cater to people's learning style. So I am a very much observant person when it comes to um, who, who, um, who, gosh, how do I say this? Um, I, I, I guess I've been doing this for so long. I'm just like, I just really know how to, I understand people faster than they know themselves.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Interesting. And so, uh, yeah. And so it's interesting when, you know, if I want to flirt with them, I know exactly how to flirt with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've observed them, I see, you know, what I need to do, um, in order to entice them with what I need to entice them with. Right. Oh, um, So that uh, in and of itself is a difference. But like I said, it's mostly because I cater to people's learning styles. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. I mean, so, so the thing is like, I smile a lot and I'll look at somebody in the eye as I'm talking to them. Mm -hmm. And if, but if they're looking me in the eye, it makes it very easy for me to just look right back. And so (laughs) now, but, but the problem with that is if, if flirting is this thing that's about like the perception of the other, like I worry about that because in my professional circles, if I'm at a conference or something or at a networking event, I'm not trying to flirt with these people.
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to get some connections. <laughs> hey, but guess what? Even if they think you're flirting with them, that's a connection in and of itself.
0: Oh <laughs> mind fucking blown. Oops.
2: Okay. It's one of those things. It's just like you know, I'm a, I'm very much a networking connector person too, and I look people in their eye, and I think if you are a visual person, which a lot of folks in the lifestyle tend to be more visual, <laughs> um, then uh, the connection is easier to understand. Yeah. It's easier to get. Okay.
0: All right. I'm 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 really looking forward to this workshop now, Marla. Now I, I was just like, oh, we're going to see Marla in person again. But now I want to hear it all. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think this will be something that benefits uh, benefits the folks that are in attendance. So I'm glad I got that out of the way because the next few questions I got to ask you are about you. Um, so you're married right now.
2: I am. Just got married. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you.
0: Um, and... Are you guys okay, I guess this is important for us to know at this point. Um you guys, are you guys both in the lifestyle or are you poly or what what does that look like?
2: No, I um so I identify actually as monogamish. Um okay. and so I um or we um uh, similar to like swinger's rules in a sense. Um you know, we if we were to play sexually with someone, we play with them together. Okay. Um. And so, if she's not around, then, rah, rah, then I, you know, I don't Damn. really get to play unless it's something kinky. Oh. oh. So, so I can play if it's kink, if it's kinky. So, um, that's the sort of the exception. So, um, kinky in a sense like BDSM or I'm um, mm-hmm. spanking or you know, slapping so- somebody up or something like that.
0: So basically, if the bell wanted to lick your titty, she would have to smack it first. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that it? Is that, is that how we work that out, Marla? Uh,
2: not
1: quite, but that's, close. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That works. I know she likes the
2: element of surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't
1: give away the secret. I know,
2: right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to understand the rules. I mean, it's good that you guys talked about that. But um, so, uh, all right. Um, I'm sorry. So I, I had like a lightning round of questions for you about your kink. What is your kink, Marla? I mean, what is it that you you like besides you know the the barking thing and the howling? <laughs> as get strapped, getting fucked with a strap on now.
2: <laughs> 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 necessarily say I like that but (laughs) (laughs) it happened um so what what do I like yeah Yeah. oh my gosh I love getting my pussy ate by a really skilled eater like I really you know um I, I really I really really enjoy that I really enjoy um a little bit of pain with my um, sex. So I like biting, scratching, um, maybe even some sort of kind of impact or spanking. Um, so yeah, more, more things or how many things am I supposed to be naming here? <laughs>
0: okay. No, no. I mean, we got probing questions. Don't worry. We're skilled at interviewing now. <laughs> uh, so, um, Okay, so a skilled eater. Now, um, I'm going to get a little bit more detailed here because I've spent a lot of time eating pussies in my lifetime. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: Some women like their clits licked. Some women like the fingering at the same time. Some women have preferences in that regard. Like Some women like to get their clits smacked. The bell is not one of them. Nope. <laughs> like a the skilled eater thing, that... I'm
2: pretty sure originated from porn. Yes, yeah, I would I'm absolutely pretty sure. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would absolutely
1: agree. I mean, I
0: I always thought that it was a it was similar to like how folks who inject smack the vein to get it to pop <laughs> to,
1: to, to, <laughs> so a little up? bit. I,
0: <laughs> I thought it was the same science.
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your vein is not like super sensitive and a ball of nerves.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: so Marla, you're not you're not into the smacking of the clit.
2: Um, um, if it if I got I don't know I I would be, I mean if it turned someone else on I'd be like you could do that but I don't think it would it it, it wouldn't turn me on. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it, would it would it matter if the eater was male or female? Uh, um, gender non-conforming. It doesn't matter as long as they know how to how to lick the plate. Is that?
2: <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, I've had some actually really skilled guys in my lifetime. I, you know, so I don't. You know, this that doesn't. You know, it is what it is. If you're good at it, you're good at it. If you're not, mm-hmm. sometimes you think you're good at it and you're not. So that's yeah. the, that's where the problem can be. Mm-hmm. Is there is there anything
0: that you? you you haven't tried yet that you, you might really want to try? I mean, now that you're married, I guess maybe this isn't a good time to ask this question.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Before I got married and before I got, you know, serious into the relationship, I was so, I was like, I wanted to have, I really love masculinity, right? So um, I tend to um, be attracted to more masculine women. Mm -hmm. And, um, when, uh, so before we kind of got serious, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I kind of want to hook up with two masculine women at the same time. But of course, similar to the one penis rule kind of thing, that's like, you know, embedded in maybe masculinity, not just like male or female. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, and, and that never happened, but I did. I don't know. Like, is there anything that I want to do in my life? So, there's one thing that I thought I wanted to do, which was a fantasy a long time ago. It was like I wanted to have like a line of women where I would just like eat their pussy like one by one and make them come and just be like next and just like have the next (laughs) one come, you know, just laid out. I just. I wanted to do that for a long time. And then I was like, nah, like, as I got older, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore. <laughs> I'm like, just keep that in the fantasy bank. I was like, that um, kind of sounds like a lot of work. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't mind it, though. I don't mind the work. Um, um, Let me see here. So anything that I want to do. I really, you know, I would really enjoy. I know, I know this is probably gonna sound really weird. I don't think I've ever said this out loud. Oh um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> <lifestyle. That's right. laughs> I would I would really get turned I I believe I would be turned on by um like like uh, a nice maybe I don't even know like a like a masturbation session with like all sorts of different people you know sort of like a masturbation orgy oh you know like because you know when you think of or like when you're in the lifestyle you know you see or you see you know couples you see groups all the time but like You never see people playing with themselves, and I feel like that is such a turn on to me to see someone like playing with themselves. So I can imagine like a bunch of people playing with themselves. Like, hmm, Mm -hmm. I wonder, you know, what that would be like. So, yeah,
0: yeah, that would that would be interesting. Hard, hard sell for for folks, I'm sure.
2: (laughs) That would be a hard sell.
0: (laughs) Hard sell. I mean, I can. I think you can sell the mutual masturbation. Uh, a little easier um
2: i know yeah i know, yeah. I know.
0: That, but yeah that that would uh but it, it's something that is possible
2: yeah, yeah can be right.
0: yes.
1: something that, that you're like
2: is. i don't want to crush your dreams completely but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Keep the yeah.
2: um so, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. There's, I feel like, you know, I feel like that we have our whole lives to like figure out like what we want. So, I don't know.
1: I mean, in every, I think every, every experience we have, like we said, we learn something new and that creates something, another desire or another uh, fantasy or something that we might want to try. Okay. Yes.
2: So, was there anything recently that you've tried that you were like, "Oh yes, we should try that again, or we should do that again"?
1: Um, I was flogged for the first time. What? And, and, yeah, and it wasn't bad because I'm not, I'm not a pain person. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like being spanked. Um, but yeah, not for the pain, and it's not something that gonna you know make me come or get me off but it wasn't an enjoy it was an enjoyable experience like i liked it It wasn't like it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be now that paddle shit and all mm. (laughs) 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 but the the the, like the flogging with the nice like suede flogger thing i was cool i was cool (laughs) so
0: (laughs) yeah and i'll i'll say that i liked watching her get flogged because um you know, for those who don't know, the bell has a very solid, <laughs> she has like her thighs and her ass. Like, it's just solid. Like, if you smack it, it'll, the it'll.
2: Athlete, like, athlete, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it,
0: it jiggles and then it goes right back into place. Like, <laughs> it's a, you
2: know,
0: <laughs> like immediately, you know, I, I, it's, it's hard to explain, but I just, I I, I like, I like the fact that her body's so solid so when she was getting flogged your solidity was very much observable um and it was it was very it was very sexy to watch so i think i had discovered i had discovered that i just i i kind of liked watching her get flogged i i I feel you on the paddle part yeah um
2: (laughs) Yeah, I like I, I love flogging people. And I love I actually really love using my hands and spanking people. Like and like when you have a nice ass like that is just like ooh super enjoyable. And I love just like yeah, like caressing, using sensuality and kink. I feel like yeah, that's a that's a good one.
0: Uh no, Marla, it was great having you on. We're going to make sure we have your information about uh Velvet Lips. Mm-hmm. Um the Down South...
1: Sex Down, sex down South. South, South sex, mm-hmm. Thank
0: you, Sex Down South co- Conference. And we'll certainly have information about your flirting and squirting workshop at the Amore Getaways Clothing Optional Cabin Getaways <laughs> in October. Yeah. um We'll have that all that information in the show notes. Um, are you going to be in the... Are you going to be on, like, the East Coast sometime this
1: summer
2: um yes i'm going to be at exotica in new jersey oh what's Uh that um it is sort of it's almost like it's kind of porny uh, (laughs) (laughs) convention (laughs) um but there's a lot of different like cam stars porn stars some entertainment but they also have like educational seminars so i teach there at those
1: oh
2: nice
0: yeah marla What is it that got you into this profession? Why this profession for you?
2: Mm, um, Well, what got me into this profession was really because, um, you know, as um, I I was in college and I was having really great orgasms, um, Mm -hmm. but my friends weren't. And I found that to be problematic, you know? Um, so I was just like, wait a minute. Like, guys have all these orgasms all the time, right? Like, you know, why why are women not having the same orgasms? And so that really motivated uh, me to get into this because I just really want... I feel like when women have more orgasms, they're just happier. <laughs> I feel like the world's a better place. Like, yes. you know, it's really... It's just better, um, you know. There's it's more peaceful in the house. Uh, <laughs> um, there's all sorts of benefits and um, and uh, and just the satisfaction in relationships in general. Like men want to give women orgasms. That's yes? right. You know, and when women fake them or they don't, you know, do all that type of stuff, that can just it can really wear down because then they're like, actually, I wasn't really having an orgasm. And now, now we're stuck in this place of I pretended I would, you were giving me an orgasm and you really weren't.
1: Right.
2: That, you know, that's just a problem. And that's just, you know, of course, that's communication, a bunch of different things. So, um, so yeah, I, uh, that is my ultimate goal is just to, you know, help women have orgasms. That is the reason why I got into this field.
1: That's very admirable. I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. No, as a woman who it. enjoys orgasm. <laughs> yes, right?
0: Yep. The bell definitely has orgasms regularly, just yes. so everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> all right.
2: Um,
1: all right so, can I ask
2: a question? Go sure. Ahead. Um, so for a, a Bell, when was the last time, or if you ever had, an orgasm where it was so strong that you sat up
1: <laughs> <laughs> that like it took me by surprise
2: <laughs> yeah well yeah. <laughs> right. like you literally just sat up like it was so strong like I don't know sometimes I feel like I have these like super amazing cosmic orgasms and then like you know you just like sit up you're just like boom like oh my god like, yeah that was amazing
1: like occasionally I do have like a, I guess a full body orgasm mm-hmm. where like you can feel the reverb. I can feel the reverberation <laughs> of the orgasm, you know, all the way from like my head down to my toes. And the few times that that has happened, um, it has been when I've been with multiple partners at the mm. same time. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it's definitely. I think it's the, uh, for me like the overstimulation. Mm. Um, you know, it's like it's just coming from all over that. You know, it's just an explosion of mm-hmm. orgasmic pleasure. <laughs> okay. I, I thought I
0: thought I thought you were gonna say it's when you eat edibles. I guess
1: well, that's a, uh, so well, that's yeah. different. So I mean, I do orgasm then, but. Um, what happens with me then is that the craving is insatiable. Like <laughs> mm. it's like, I just, I have to have, I have to have penetration like constantly. Like it feels like all of my uh, nerve endings are concentrated in mm. my pussy and like, they just have to be stimulated. And I just can't, in that time it's not a full body orgasm, but it's like, Multiple orgasms, and I just gotta keep going and going and going until like I pass out. <laughs> yeah.
0: she needs a lot of dick turn. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, and, and, and he'll be well, I guess not upset, but you will be like, you're ready, like even you are ready to. No, I'm, pass I'm on. ready.
0: No, I'm, 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 I'm but you like have to, to take
1: a break. Y- y- yeah, and I'm, I'm it's
0: just amazing. <laughs> It just amazes me that you don't need one. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. Usually, you need one. And yeah. during those times, you're like, oh, that was good. More dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> More dick, please.
1: Yeah.
0: Waiter. Waiter.
1: More and then dick they'll right will be, like, be like, well, just give me a minute. You know, got to recalibrate. And I'm like, well, just yeah. give me your fingers right now. Just the fingers right now. Let's, let's just do that <laughs> so in, the, in the intermediary. <laughs>
2: yeah totally insatiable i I, love that's a that's a yeah there was one time there was a um uh a uh whatchamacallit a um uh session at sex down south called the insatiable woman
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. when i was like "Mm, that can that's me sometimes that's me
1: yep yep,
0: No, that's that's awesome. This is this has been a this has been a great great conversation. Yes. Um, I'm so glad we got to talk to you, Marla. Um, and um, um, but yeah, thanks for um, thanks for being on the show, Marla. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you um well, in I'm West Virginia. Yes. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, um, yeah, hope everybody enjoyed. So, um, Bell and the Bomber, do we have anything else to say?
1: No. Where what will we be
0: um, coming up? The next I don't thing think we'll be gonna, anywhere. Naughty in New
1: Orleans. Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to Naughty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: we'll be in NIN. Uh, it'll be our first time. Um, yeah.
2: and, oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. you've been. Oh, how exciting. Yeah, yeah. I taught last year uh, and the year before. So I'm, I'm excited. I'll be there again. Oh, <laughs> you'll be there with us. Yeah. Okay, but
1: so we'll see you in July, not October. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um um it's a Bell and Bommer sounding off. Thanks you for listening. Peace out.
1: Bye. Black and Kink Black and Kiki Black and Kiki